Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the sandbox updates and how often they're doing them and how we should kind of think about it. And uh, we wanted to discuss this because it's come up quite a bit recently. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I am probably live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage or you can look me up in the twitch app or on twitter say no to rage and come in and hang out with us you could submit questions to the question answer a lot of people have been coming over from youtube and enjoying the content i appreciate you guys that have been doing that uh and come on in and hang out with us we're gonna have long q a sessions more and more lately so thanks everybody who's been contributing to that this talk's gonna get broken into three sections first we're gonna talk about quality of life versus balance those are kind of two things that sandbox updates tend to target quality of life and balance versus balance like which one's more important next we want to talk about how often uh how often and after that i want to end by saying is balance possible since that seems to be one of the main reasons people get hung up on sandbox updates is they really want things to be balanced tweaked nerfed etc so i want to kind of discuss that you know is balance even possible and yes sntr stands for say no to rage sntr presents i just figured that sounded better for a podcast name than my entire brand name so first quality of life versus balance i think a lot of the times when we're thinking about things that need to happen in the game these are kind of the two categories that it gets broken down into uh and the reason for that is quality of life problems tend to sort of rear their head in in pve more than pvp so when you think about like glitches bugs things that aren't working right pve tends to be the side of the game where like man can you guys fix this frames are disappearing or can you guys fix this this thing's glitching out or whatever stuff that was happening in the dreaming city with like offerings and stuff right so quality of life you know tends to touch down on like ui changes streamlining stuff like people are upset about the ada you know having to go back to ada on the the forge grind that's a quality of life update that's not a balancing patch okay and then pvp tends to be the side of the community and the game that people are like my gosh could we please please get a balancing patch like this is too strong that's too strong and so there tends to be different i think focuses from the community depending on what side of the game they play what you know what do they prize the most what's the most important thing to them and i think that's okay but i do think a lot of the times when they do updates and patches that address quality of life but not balancing i think people are like when are we going to get an update when are we getting an update and so this is about sandbox updates sandbox updates tend to be things that target imbalance and i do think that's important though to make that distinction so people know and understand like sometimes they have to do things in in a different order than you would like them to and the reason for that is the nature of what is what is conceivably done quicker and and slower than others you know balancing and gear changes etc it takes a little bit longer sometimes than like oh there's a bug in this mission we're gonna fix the quest or there's a bug in this or this is happening or whatever i think sometimes it's a little bit easier for them to do that quality of life changes however being easier to do i think they're also easier for people to overlook like when they do a quality of life update or change i think a lot of people just kind of overlook it they're like i don't care such and such thing is broken in the crucible can you can you get rid of it can you nerf it you know whatever you know whatever the case may be whatever somebody's going to argue for I do think a lot of the times the sandbox updates and the balancing is more prominent on people's mind and it's just more apparent when it's bad right going back to ada is frustrating okay but it's not like affecting all of pve 
If you go into PvP and there's a certain weapon or thing that you don't like its presence in the Crucible, well, then you're going to notice it more often because basically it's going to be present every time you sit down to play. Obviously, if you're grinding the forges, you're very aware of that being something like, man, could you guys fix this? They did say they were going to address it. But at the end of the day, it's not as it's not as damaging to the PvP experience as something that might be broken or like when Gwys invest you could have spectral blades for forever right now everybody's setting their sights on shards of Galanor and one-eyed mask we had somebody say this morning somebody from math class got seven blade barrages in one quick play game that's a little bit broken but I think the challenge is how do they affect shards without ruining shards in PvE shards is already a great exotic a little inconsistent but when used properly fantastic exotic and if they nerf it no one will want to use it I'll just go back to Ophidia space and use knife trick uh, alongside of a hands-on helmet to get my super back regularly and quickly and I'll just I'll just put shards away if they nerf it okay same thing with one-eyed mask I would probably just go back to running skull fort with ballistic slam and just be like well you made one-eyed mask crap because you had to nerf it for PvP I think those nuances and then and, and walking along that razor's edge is more difficult right so let's talk about how often because I think this is part of the discussion right like how often should they be updating the game is it is it even conceivable for them to update the game very very quickly okay Fortnite gets referenced a lot when these discussions come up because Fortnite gets consistent updates, weekly patches. And to a certain degree, that's almost unheard of. That's not like a standard in the industry. There are not a lot of games that have the ability to even consider doing that, right? Fortnite is in a unique position because PUBG did it and PUBG created all kinds of problems for their game and I don't think Fortnite is free from that criticism. I think a lot of the times their updates have caused more harm than good because they're doing them too close together. Their source code control has been pretty bad. Traditionally, they would bring back they would reintroduce previously patched bugs and the reason for that, you know, is source code is bad. Source code control is bad. Team A and Team B are both working on patches and things that Team A fixes doesn't get put into Team B's patch. So Team B's patch hits and brings back, like, chests shining from really far away and pop-in and weapon swap glitches and everything else. And that's been kind of frustrating, right? That's been kind of frustrating given the nature of Fortnite. You go to play and that's it. There's nothing else you can do in Fortnite. That's it. It's just Battle Royale. There's one map. There's one weapon pool. And when they jack the game up with a bad update, there's not a whole lot you can do. You just got to kind of have to grin and bear it. There were times where I was like, dude, I can't play right now. The weapon swap thing and other things that were happening. So the idea that quick interval updates is just automatically better, I don't think that's, a, that's an actual provable argument. And you can even use Fortnite, I think, as an example of that's the extreme, right? Bungie does updates pretty infrequently. Epic does them all the time. And which you know, which do you prefer? I don't think I would prefer turning on PvP in Destiny 2 and then every other week having stuff get broken and more glitches coming back. Because we all know when there's a glitch in Destiny, it gets exploited to heckin' back. They've had to cancel trials because of stuff like that. Infinite tethers and the like. So... When I think about this scenario, I think where they're trying to head is a pretty good alternative, right? 
we're dealing with the potential of once a month I think is one of the things they've kind of they've kind of highlighted like they're gonna try and do something once a month and then that's gonna be kind of the 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 nature of where it lands if they can get into a rhythm of once a month and do good enough changes that people feel like the game is becoming more polished then I think we'll be in a good place once a quarter is too long once a week I think it's just too fast I think Fortnite could afford to do every other right here's a new patch okay wait one week and make sure the source code is good make sure you don't bring back old old bugs right and then deploy it a week later or deploy it in a limited time mode test it out debug then deploy it a week later kind of have it trickle out you know what I'm saying brand new prime sub thank you so much uh, for that one G Delavid or whatever it says uh, now when we think about this though I do I do want to have a discussion about is balance possible one of the driving forces behind this conversation about sandbox updates needing to happen more often things needing tweaked things needing nerfed it's all driven by pvp all of it nobody is going to bungie and saying you need to nerf this gun it's too strong in pv well you did that lono with the icolos well yeah because it was basically an exotic heavy weapon and it made using other weapons stupid and pointless and they still need to make fusions and snipers stronger shotguns are still far and away just amazingly strong compared to everything else in the game and then you have to remember that the way they did the way they did the pivot right now is they've pivoted the entire weapon system so there still needs to be tweaks made that's not the same as what typically drives the nerfing and the buffing conversation gambit we got sleeper aim assist nerfed because of gambit like that's just kind of the way it goes right people are more concerned with those balancing decisions and they're willing to have things get nerfed into the ground because of it I want you to consider something with me. Has, since D1, has the Crucible ever been significantly balanced? Ever? In the history of Destiny? I don't think it was. I think there was like a dreamy period where like the Hawksaw was really strong and shotguns were really strong and there was a decent back and forth. But even back then, the primary criticism from the best players and on down was use your primary. Nobody's using your primary. Everybody's using shotguns. Well, then they swing the pendulum and they mess with special ammo economy. And then everybody starts using fusion grenades and icebreaker, right? And so I think that this idea that we can get the Crucible to be super balanced is a bit of a fool's errand. It's a bit of a fool's errand. D1 to now has always felt super imbalanced except for D2 Vanilla. D2 Double Primary Vanilla was the most balanced it's ever been with respect to the guns. Now, right now, I don't know many people complaining about guns. Most of it's exotic armor, but D2 Vanilla was the most balanced boring pvp ever in destiny it was terrible it was awful no one cared no one was playing a lot of the times i said this when that discussion was going on people complained like crazy during d1 about the imbalance and about the shotguns and about this and about that but people were still playing why because it was saucy you could go in and you could get somewhat easy kills you could go in and you could get somewhat you know, low entry floor kills, and I think some of that's important to the, the the lifeblood of the community staying in PvP regularly. It does seem right now that weapons aren't as imbalanced as they've been in the past, right? Weapons do seem a little bit more balanced. I feel like the weapons are actually in a pretty good place. Shotguns are clearly prominent, and scout rifles are trash, 
but it feels like you've got viability in the meta. You can use a couple different things, couple different loadouts, and you do feel like it's it's decent. The main criticism lately has been exotic armor pieces that seem too universally strong, like One-Eyed Mask. It's just, it's always good, right? It's not contextually good. Shards of Galanor, originally I was like, well, you gotta get a bunch of kills to make it work right. Well, I mean, if if your if your team's generating orbs and you're generating orbs, it can get a little silly, like we said with the guy from Math Class getting seven blade barrages in one quick play match. That's a little excessive, okay? Exotic armor needs to be game changing. That's one of the dilemmas here as well. Within the realm of can the crucible ever be balanced, right? Within that discussion, I mean. The exotic armor is supposed to be game-changing. When I put on shards of Galanor, One-Eyed Mask, Ophidius Spaith, Geomags, anything like that, uh, Phoenix Protocol, they are supposed to be game-changing. They're supposed to change the nature of what I do and how strong I feel. Geomags does that in in a significant way. Geomags makes me feel really, really strong with my super. Uh, Phoenix Protocol makes Well of Radiance just silly strong in places like Gambit and in places like the Blind Well. Right, It kind of changes the way that you play. That's how exotics are supposed to be. I think the tipping point in Crucible is always going to be when something is just so universally strong, like One-Eyed Mask, it just sort of overrides. It just overrides everything else in the game, and that's a problem. So, at the end of the day, I don't want weekly updates that just end up causing more harm than good, but I do think a monthly update interval can be good. We need to remember there's a difference between quality of life updates and sandbox balancing updates. We do get pretty decent and regular quality of life updates and fixes and bug patches. They do that with a decent amount of regularity. And then after it's all said and done, we need to remember that the Crucible is always going to be and and should always have, I think, a thread of imbalance in there because it's a power fantasy game with exotic armor and exotic guns, honestly, that can be game changing. Right? We don't even have to deal with the wave splitter on Xbox and PC, so we should, you know, thank our uh, count our lucky stars or thank our lucky stars, whatever the expression is, that we don't have to deal with that. So we're gonna move to Q and A now. So be sure to get those questions submitted. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live. Twitch.tv slash Santa Rage. I'm probably live right now. Come on in, hang out with us, submit questions, take part in the discussion. And as always, I appreciate you watching and liking all of my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.